the way my son is now. Uh, Junior, he'll call me. He'll call me first for everything, no matter if he's with his mother, no matter if he's with me. He'll call me first. If I don't pick up, he'll call Elise. Hmm. And I feel like that's what a parent's supposed to be there for, to pick me up when I'm down. You know, mm-hmm. no matter if it's little, no matter if it's huge, no matter if it's if I need five dollars, no matter if I need ten thousand dollars. You know, you're there. You're there. Hello, you beautiful people. Welcome to the Dear Dad Podcast. This is the place where we address dad dynamics and discuss personal experiences, stories, and poem submissions to help provide a platform for healing while simultaneously uplifting one another. Let's change the dad narrative all around. Let's go. Let's grow. Tell me about fatherhood. Uh, fatherhood. It's uh, it's definitely life-changing. Um, especially coming from uh, being a father so young. Uh, 21, I believe. I was 21 when I, my son was first born. It's life-changing in terms of every step, everything you do trickles down to your kid. And it's hard to grasp that and understand that in terms of the job you have, how much money you're making, the place you live, uh, everything it affects your kid. So you want to, it, it's natural for you to do your best at everything you do just because you have a kid, you know? Um, the experience of fatherhood wasn't as bad for me only because I have such a strong support in terms of my mom and my brothers. Mm. Strong, strong support. I could take my son, drop him to my mother's house and leave for a day, two days, not worry about him eating, not worry about anything. But I don't do that. I, I, I still worry about those things, but I don't I don't have to only because my mom is there. You understand? Right. Um it was challenging for different things only because the person I had my son with, she was the reason why fatherhood was so rough. Oh, and I would say is so rough now. Um, if you're able to just be your best self and not to sound like textbook or anything, but if you're able to be your best self and just grasp that that everything you do affects your kid then fatherhood shouldn't be uh too hard it shouldn't be that much uh handled you understand yep you said that you had um your first your your first son your son um at, with uh with his mom yeah uh, pretty much unplanned right yes unplanned. yes uh, which is yes. i mean happens and i understand so even mm. even before that, even as you were growing up and you saw examples and stuff like that, did you have any idea what kind of father you wanted to be or what kind of dad you wanted to be? And if so, are you that person now? That what I was, I didn't have an idea. I didn't I didn't have an idea what I uh, what kind of father I wanted to be. But once he was born, I knew what, what kind of father I had to be. Right. You know, I didn't have an idea only because that that example wasn't a, wasn't around for me. 
Mm-hmm. That example wasn't around for me to see. I wasn't able to look at another father and say, uh, okay, I can do that. I should do this, I should do that. Only example that I did have was my brother Mike and my brother Martin and my cousins that were around me that had kids. But they all were still so young. So I, I didn't have a, a long enough example to, to take that from, you understand? Mm-hmm. So I would say they, with my son being born, their kids was two, three years old, you know? And I wasn't treated with the proper, uh, I wasn't treated properly in order for me to take, say, hey, I'm gonna do what my father did to me. That's mm-hmm. a, I'm gonna be the type of father that my father was to my son. Okay. I wasn't there. Only thing I knew was when he was born, or I said to myself, I need to do everything opposite. Right. I need to do everything opposite to, to what he's doing. And it's funny that you ask that because now that I'm with, now that we're older and I see how we all acting with our kids, and I I think we all, all the cousins we all grew up with, I think we're all phenomenal fathers. I think we're all great fathers. I think we're all doing a great job. And, but I have to say that Right now, I'm living with my fiance's parents. That's another whole other story. We're trying to buy a house and things like that. So, uh, we moved there to um, save some money and things like that. Now, I'm 32. Uh, my fiance is 32. And I see how her father is with her. Mm-hmm. And that's that started to make me more angry because he is such... A uh, 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 role model. He is such an example, and I feel like if I got what he's given to her when I was younger, I would say I would want to be like my father to my son. Mm. Yeah, that's what hurts. I, I listen, BJ. I'm 32 now, and when I leave his house, he constantly saying, "If you need anything, call me. Car breakdown or anything, whatever, just call me." He, I, I'm 32 years old. I can fund for myself. I can go. I can go. To, I can. I can. I have AAA. If my car breaks down. Like I don't have to call you. He's constantly. He's on a lease. He's on my fiance about just life things, and he's talking to us about buying a house and different examples that I wish that I got right. as a kid. He's doing now. You yeah. understand? And she's well over the age of have, being a kid. She can have a kid of her own right now. Right. Even even the way he acted with his uh, son, who's three years older than Elise, he's still the, he's still that person. He's still that dad I wish I had. Right. You know, he's that father I wish I had when I was younger. He's that father that I would have said before I had my son. I wish. I mean, I'm gonna act like he's acting with his kids to my son, and that that's what hurts more. Me, 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 me seeing that now and seeing how what what a real father in the house feels like, mm. you know, was that a shocker to you or was that like standoffish? Like, how was has that reaction to you when he himself embraced you and still check up on you from time to time? Uh, is, was that like a, a little bit like what exactly is going on? Because I mean, I'm just thinking right now, like if I was if I was in your shoes, going through the experience that you went through, for him to be so open and so like easy going for uh, and ask you like you know are you okay do you need help if anything goes wrong let me know like i'm there for you to have that consistency of father as being a dad to you to you so to speak a substitute dad 
does it does it feel foreign or does it feel refreshing? If it, it feels be it feels so refreshing, I feel I feel untouchable at certain times. Wow. It feels so refreshing. It's like I can have the most stressful day once I once I see him and the way he acts with me and 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 what he says, what, even what he says to her when I'm with her, it's so like. Ugh. It's you know what the feeling is, BJ. If anything goes wrong, if if I'm at my wits end, if anything is bad, he has my back. Yes. That that's what it feels like. To that's what it feels like. That's what I see that she's feeling. Mm-hmm. You understand? And and that's what I wish I had. Now, mind you, once again, my brothers is always there for me, and I know, I know for a fact, anything goes wrong, they're gonna have my back. Right. But they're, are they supposed to like my father is supposed to? Mm-hmm. You, you get what I'm saying? Right. Now with her, when I see it with her, if anything was to go wrong, the first person she can call is him, and he's gonna he's gonna fix it. Right. He's gonna make it, and I have to make sure I'm like that with my son. Right. I want to be I want to be the first person he calls. So with, with him acting like that with me, I feel like nothing can go wrong mm. and if it does go wrong me and him gonna fix it together and i'm i'm 32 years old i'm not supposed to feel like this right now you know what i'm saying even with even the way his son his son is every time his son needs something he's 35 years old he just he, his son just bought a house every time his son needs something his son would call his father first mm. and that that just makes it a whole nother i can't even i, I, I don't even know like the way my son is now uh, Junior, he'll call me. He'll call me first for everything, no matter what. If he's with his mother, no matter if he's with me, he'll call me first. If I don't pick up, he'll call Elise. Hmm. And I feel like that's what a parent's supposed to be there for—to pick me up when I'm down. You know, mm-hmm. no matter if it's little, no matter if it's huge, no matter if it's—if I need five dollars, no matter if I need ten thousand dollars. You know, you're there. You're there. You know, you said that that um. You know, you shouldn't feel this way at this at this age at 32. My question is, well, you have been feeling this way. Shasia commented, you have been feeling this way. And it's been a void, so to speak, that you didn't have that. You just pretty much had a, a blank space that hasn't been filled in. And to have someone like that to come in without you even asking him to, to for you, for him to come in without you, you know, uh, reaching your hands out for for help that he given it to you willingly. It just again, like you said before, it, for me, I'm thinking it's like it, it, it questions that why could not why couldn't this been done with my dad? You know, you question exactly. yourself not because you don't enjoy it, you don't want to take it, but it's like why couldn't this happen when my father was alive or when he was here? Why is it wasn't this done? Now you, you start questioning those things, you embrace it, but it's just kind of like okay, I love this, but I'm loving this. I wanted to love this with my dad, not somebody else. Yep. Exactly. And that's exactly. I'm, I'm glad you said that. You put it in words I couldn't put it. That's exactly how I felt. And and he 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 listen. He would not stop. He would be there for me no matter where or what I do. And and but I always feel like why why that's why I wanted him to be here, BJ, right. because I wanted to ask him why are you not like this? Mm. You get what I'm saying? Like, like I said once again, if if I did feel like that. I call my mom. After that, I call each one of my brothers, or I talk, or I do all, talk them all together. 
but the first person I should call should have called would be my father. Right. So mind boggling that I, I just he just can't answer that question for me. Mm-hmm. You know, just can't answer that question for me. I'm talking smallest question, BJ, to the biggest question. Small smallest favor to the biggest favor. This guy, at least, at least my fiance's father is there no matter what. If you want him to be there, if you don't want him to be there. Mm. He's he's there. He's that person you can call. I have no problem calling him right now and saying, hey, listen, uh, so-and-so happened. I need this, that. And he's one, two, three. Don't do it again. Here you go. Mm. You know, and I, I, I never had that. Like, even with school, if I was to go to college, I would sit there figure out, I need to, I'm going to have to get financial aid. There's no other way I'm going to pay this. Right. You know, instead of sitting there figuring out with my father how I'm going to go to college, mm. and how I'm going to, how we're going to do this, and how we're going to do that. So it, it, I don't know. It's a, it's a big role to play. And I'm glad you actually have that in your life, man. I'm glad you have someone like that in your life to interject and plug in and, and show you that, you know, even though you didn't get it from your dad, you can get it from somebody else. And I think that's another thing that I have done myself too, that even though I didn't get, the amount of love or compassion or talk or uh, for discipline that I was getting, I needed mm-hmm. to get, I, I didn't get that from my dad. I got that. I, I was able to get that from other people. Sometimes I got it from my own siblings. Like I said before mm-hmm. in the previous podcast, I learned how to be a father through my brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. That's what I learned to. Cause I mean, I had, I had kids after them. So I, I observed them and I see what they're yep. doing. That was good. That was yep. good. So I took that in. And also, I also learned how to be a father through other people that I observe. That if I'm watching you for a while and I'm close to you and you are a dad, I'm taking notes, mental notes. Yeah. Because I'm like, what you're doing works. I see the relationship with you and your son. I see relationship with you and your daughter. I see your relationship with you and your wife. And it looks happy. I'm not saying we don't, you know, you guys don't go through the ordeals. But for the most part, where your son runs to you, where your wife goes to you, where you guys sit together, we talk, you laugh. And that's normal. I need to. I, I need to put that into my uh, uh, yep. family. I need to put that into my son. I need to put that into my my wife, my family. When I when I have one, and that's the reason why when I had a child, it's like I'm going to do this, this and this and this and that. So whenever, even with this podcast, for everybody that I I come across, there's a reason why that I call these individuals, because I've, they, they, you've been and other people that's in the podcast has been an example to me. Honestly, it's been an example wow. to me because there wow. are so many things that I'm. There's a lot of re- the reason why I'm, I am I am who I am today is because of you guys, and the the reason why is because I didn't have that structure in my life when, as a father or the structure in my life as a as um, a livelihood or growing up. So now I look at others that are doing uh, right that was doing good, and I I literally just like incorporated in my life. Okay, I want this, so this is gonna become me. So I pretty much was pretty much building my own self, like every piece yeah. of people that I see that's doing positive things, I plug that into myself and become that mm-hmm. person. So yep. hatred, not for me. Uh, anger, not for me. Uh, uh, talking back and all that is not for me. You know, I went to my adolescence age and I went to, you know, rebellious age, that's fine. But as I become an adult and accept to be an adult, <clears throat> I, I, I remember those individuals and I start to become more like their characters. I pick up on their characters and become just people. So I become a better version. I become a better me, so to speak. Yep. So and yep. again, it's not, it's not, it's not for me. 
I'm doing it because I want to do it for my son and my my kids and my future kids and my wife because I want to be happy more happy than my dad and my mom was. I want to be happy more than my my um my 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 brothers and my sister was. I want to be ha- more happy mm-hmm. than my cousin and their wives are. I or, or the husband. I want to be more happy. I want to be that example. And even taking that first example, like you said before, to say your your siblings that you love them, it takes a sacrifice in yourself saying, okay, one is not about me. I just and I just need to take that first step. Because sometimes all it takes is just you or just someone to take that first step in order for it to just like ride and feel free. Yep. But yep. it's just hard for just one person to take that step. Sometimes you just it has to be you. The question is, why does it have to be you? The question is, why not you? Yeah, that's true. That's that's deep. That's true. Wow, wow. That's that's uh that's something really to think about. Why not me? Yep. Mm-hmm. You're right. And, and and I didn't I didn't know you were sitting there take, taking notes on how everybody is acting with their kids and things like that. It, it when it, when Elias is older, DJ and and even now he run he'll run to you he'll hug you. When he's older, he's able to to express more and and tell you what he's thinking and feeling watch how much of uh how much stronger as a man you will feel when he's able to say uh daddy i love you mm. you know or he's able to say hey daddy i need this and you're able to get it for him or you're able not to get it for him but you're able to sit there and explain to him why you can't get it right you know wait till that's that's the biggest part that's the greatest part about being a family and being happy you know and and as you said it's uh you're sitting back and watching everybody and seeing how they are with their kids and how close they are with their kids and things like that i can honestly tell you that my son is i feel like he at times he's my best friend right you know at all the times you don't want to be your son's best friend you also remember you have to be a father also right that's that's when that's when discipline comes in but i can't help it that he will sit there and just want to constantly do things with me. Right. He'll sit there and want to constantly talk to me, call me, even though he's with his cousins. And you see how we get when we with each other, when we were, when we were younger and things like that. He's just as close with his cousins, but he also would want to come back home with me. Wow. You see that? Wow. He also, if I tell him, hey, you can stay here with your cousin and sleep over, or you come home with me. He goes, what are you going to do when you go home? I said, I don't know. I'll probably just go to bed. All right, I'll just come home with you. We'll go to bed. Say goodnight. Wow. Not, not even kidding. It's so, it, 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 he melts my heart. The way he with me, the way he is, he is with uh, Elise. Wow. It just makes me feel more of a, uh, like, all right, I am doing a good job. You know, because at certain times you want to second guess yourself. You know, was I supposed to do that? Mm-hmm. Or, 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 or am I supposed to do that? Am I supposed to discipline him? Am I being too hard on him? Or am I not being hard enough on him? You second guess yourself. And when, when he does that and say things like that, when Elias get older, you, you're going to remember this conversation and we're going to talk about it. You're going to say, wow, I'm doing a great job and I, I should pat myself on the back. Wow. Or, or we know we're doing a good job as, 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 as parents, right. you know? Right. All right. Uh, okay, let's take a brief commercial break. We'll be right back after this sponsor. Hey guys, Bjemson Darius, aka BJ here from Dear Dad Podcast. Now, when I started this podcast, I wanted a platform where I can record and upload my content very easily. I didn't want to go through any hoops to get my podcast out there. 
When I did study my podcast, I was on a different platform. But after I was introduced to Anchor, not once, not twice, but over three times by my close friends, I decided to give Anchor a try. I must say, I absolutely love it. Not only is it easy to use, but I am able to record, edit, post, and publish all my episodes right there on the app or the site. I was able to transfer all my episodes onto Anchor in less than five minutes. That, for me, was unbelievable. Oh yeah, here's the best thing of all. It's free. It is free to use. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. But take my word on this. It's true. Using Anchor has definitely made podcasts so easy. Trust me, you'll love it. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What do you enjoy most about being a dad? Being able to, uh, right now, being able to do things with him. Uh, I, the littlest thing he can do, he can he can shoot from three-point and make it. I feel so proud. Hmm. That, that makes me, I don't know, I love being a dad because I'm constantly proud of him, even though it's something small. Right. He tell me he finished. He tell me he finished his homework, and I'm like, that, that's my boy. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> just homework for the night, you know. Uh, right now, I, I say right now because it's his age. He's 11 years old. Right now, I enjoy being a dad because I, I, I do things with him constantly, and we, we enjoy the same things. You know, we can watch basketball. We can play basketball. I can joke with him. He knows when I'm serious. He knows when I'm joking. You know. Um, just having just having that person just looking up to looking up to you you know that makes me like extremely happy for being a father when I see that my son actually looks up to me you know right 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 um I say right now just like I said because his age and he's more outspoken and he's more you can tell he you can tell he loves me you know you can tell that he he, he loves right. me that's the best that's the best enjoyment of being a dad right now I would say. Cool. I know there's um I, sometimes I've I've sat there and I just watch Elias and I I question and then uh, let me rephrase that. I sit down and watch him because sometimes him and I are like we are early birds. So I wake up early, he wake up early. Sometimes I wake up at seven o'clock, he would be right there awake with me. So I would wake up. Yeah. So my wife does not doesn't wake up as early as we do. So I would wake up and so therefore I would, you know, we brush our teeth together and I'll change him and I'll change his clothes. And then we brush our teeth and then we go downstairs and have breakfast. And that's out pretty much our time. You know, it's 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 our time together. And I would sit there yeah. and I would just like watch him. And I would just like watch him from doing nothing and doing everything, from just eating, basic eating, or just like playing around in the living room. And I'm just like at all, and I feel myself getting emotional because I was like, there is, I don't, I can't put my hands on it to, to explain to you how much love that I have for this kid. And I, I, I yeah. could not begin to tell you, like, I don't, I don't understand, like, why the way I feel about him, it just keep on growing. It continue growing, no matter what he does, or what, what, no matter what he doesn't do, it continue growing. And it's just, I sit there and I get emotional. I was just like, this is my son. This is like my son. Like he calls me dad. I help bring him yeah. here, and I'm a yep. dad. Like it's so weird. Yep. it's so surreal. Like I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm observing them. Like I mean, even at the age he is right now, I know he's three, only about to be three years old. And I'm still yeah. observing. I'm like, I'm a one. I'm a dad, and two, I'm like, I have a son. 
he loves me. He enjoys spending time with me, and we get out of time together. Yeah. It's just for me. It's just like this is is so real. It's like a dream that I don't want to yeah. wake up. It's is the most is the most awesome feeling ever, right? I understand what you're saying, one hundred percent. You just stare at him and say, "Yeah, that yeah, that's yeah. me. That's me right there." You know, it makes you feel so powerful. You know, I understand the exact feeling you're saying. It, it, it's it's hard. What makes it harder is that. So I'm not with his his mom. You know, so what makes it harder is that I had to bring him back to his mother. Mm. You know, that that that's that's what kills me about being a father that I didn't wait and make sure I'm having a kid or make sure I was doing things with with the right one. You know, that's what makes it hard. That's what makes it hard in the situation I'm in, I would say. Because uh, I have to bring him back, you know, and I feel like I'm hurting him every time I bring him back. Because not for nothing, BJ, every single time I bring him back to his mom, he cries. Wow. Ever since he was two years old, from two to eleven, he cries when he goes back to his mother. Hmm. He cries. He 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 sits there. He just bawls the whole way. And my fiance is in the car. She's crying too. On the way to take him back to his mom, he's crying and she's crying. I'm like, okay. I didn't know I was going to get in the car like this. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You guys can go. Take me home. <laughs> you know, it, it, and that's, that's what hurts, you know. But when I get him, BJ, when I get him, it's my, I, I you can, there's nothing you can do to make me any happier. Every single time I get him, there's nothing you can do to make me happier. No matter if we're not going to do anything. Just seeing his face and seeing the smile in his face when he sees right. me. Yes, yes, yes. That is more than everything to me right, right. now. That, that that smile when he sees me. He sits there, and he sits in the car, and he talks about nothing the whole hour and a half ride. Right. He just talks because he's so excited. He can't stop talking. Mm -hmm. So, Dad, guess this, guess that. Daddy, do this. Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. At least, at least. So, guess what? He just constantly going and that right there just makes me feel so you know strong granted i wish the situation was different where you know he wasn't jumping back and forth mm -hmm. but that's that that's a situation i i won't i wouldn't wish upon no right, man. Right. i would wish that upon nobody to go through what i'm going through in terms of uh you know custody and and bringing him back and forth right you know? right right Right. And even sometimes where with Elias, I, I just sit there and he just, he would stop and just looks at me, you know, it just looks at me and he just mm -hmm. sees through me. Like he sees in me and sees like everything that is right in me. He just sees it. And I, I can't believe how it makes me feel. It's, just, it's, it's profound how a kid like that can just generate so much emotion in you. And I think it's just so, it's so, it's so cool. And with that, I just wanted to ask you, what are three happiest moments that you can remember as being a dad? First, what I would say when he was first born and I held him in my hand, uh, I, I, there's no feeling I could have, like what you said, you, you say that this is you, you made this, this is, this is your son, I'm a dad. When I first held him in my hand, I said, wow, I can't believe I did right. this. I can't, I can't believe 
this is this is my boy. This is my this son is you. now. This is me. I can't I can't believe that. That that feeling ah that feeling just it's un, unexplainable. I can't explain that feeling. Um let's see the second Okay, so he was one he was one years old. He just started walking right before he turned one. Uh I was talking to my fiance. And my fiance now, at the time she was just a friend. We was talking and everyone knew I had a kid. All I talked about was my son, my son this, my son that. So with my fiance, we were hanging out at my house. And my brother Max went and got Junior for me because I didn't I didn't get along with his with his mom so much that we could even see each other at a certain point, you know. And we were just going through custody battle. I was taking her to court and things like that so I can get full custody things. That's a whole other story. But I couldn't even see her face to face. So my brother Max used to meet um, her, take her, take him from her, and bring him to me. So me and her in the house. And at that time, I didn't bring Junior around no other female. When I, when I seen Junior, it was just right. me and my son. Nobody else. I'm going to be with him, hang out. I was going to be me and my son, nobody else. I didn't want to bring him around other females and confuse him right. at such a young age. So Max, I'm in the house hanging out with her. Didn't know that he was Max was getting Junior. Max got Junior to surprise me, brought him to my house. Now before... I said to Elise, listen, my son is going through something that he, he, me and his mom are not together. So I'm guessing he's feeling it and he's attached to me. I can't put him down. He cries mm. if I'm not next to him. If, when, when Max picks him up, he cries the whole ride from wherever she, he meet her at, Jersey, to my house. He cries. Or uh, New York to my house. He's crying until he sees me. When he's not around me, he's constantly crying. I said, he doesn't want to go to nobody. So I said to my, my Elise, listen, if when you see him, if you do what to ever see him any day, didn't know, I didn't know it was going to be that day. I said, if you ever was to see him any day, he is not going to come to you. He is going to run away from you. He's going to cry. Don't try to hold him. Don't do any of that. She goes, that's fine. She goes, I'm not going to be able to meet him. I said, listen, we're not together. We're friends. I don't want anybody meeting him if I'm not serious about this girl. She goes, I understand. Knock, keys is in the door. Somebody comes walking through the door with Junior. Said, oh my God, my son's here. She goes, really? I go, yeah. So I'm telling you again, he doesn't like anybody. So this is an accident. I didn't want him to meet you or anything like that. Not because because right, we wasn't right. serious yet. You understand? So I said, listen, once again, he doesn't go to anybody. He just goes to me. And at times he goes to my mom, his grandma. He's scared of everyone. He's he, he don't take any offense to anything. Don't even try to grab him. Let leave him be. She goes, okay. Max comes with Junior. I pick him up. I put him down. He looks at Elise. He put his hands up. Wow. Walks right to her. Walks right to Elise with his hands out. I've never seen him. I said, you got to be kidding me. First right. of all, he just started walking. He walks right to Elise. She picks him up. She starts bawling, crying. I'm like, what are you crying for? She goes, because he told me he wouldn't like me. And it seems like he likes me. And I couldn't get 
Junior off of Elise. He wasn't coming to me. He wasn't going to anybody else. He stayed with Elise. After that, I married my girlfriend. And now we're getting married. So thank you, Junior. (laughs) I got to pay for a wedding. (laughs) If you want to to do what I told you to do. Now, yep, he walked. She, she was. She starts crying. He walks right to her. He, she holds him. I couldn't get him off her. And ever since, I'm not even kidding, BJ. Ever since that day, they're inseparable. Amazing. Even right now, you, you would not know that. You would not know that she. She's not his uh, mom. Well, she. She is his mom. But you know, you wouldn't know. They're inseparable right now. Wow. That moment. That. That's one of the. I, I can tell you the top two. Like the top two moments I had was uh, with my son, with Junior, and just being a dad in general. You know, wow. Okay, wow, wow, wow. That's that's amazing. That's amazing. You got me. You got me. <laughs> think, you got me thinking. You got me thinking. I got a lot going through my mind right now. I'm gonna go home and hug my wife. My well, good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm I'm pretty much wrapping up now. I have like about two more questions for you, and I'll let you go. Okay. Is there anything you wish you had done different as a dad? Uh, I love my son to death. I don't think I think this was supposed to happen. Um, but before becoming a dad, I wish I would have uh, waited, uh, finished school the correct way, and uh, think more career wise. So that I can uh, be completely financially stable before having a kid and making sure that kid has everything he needs, you know, without without any issues and things like that. And without him going through the whole parents being separated kind of thing, you know, um, that's a little before being a dad. I wish I would have waited and, uh, you know, had it with the right, had a boy right, with the right, right, right. person. Um Different as a dad, hmm. I don't want to toot my own home, but I'm kind of a perfect dad. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's your platform, man. <laughs> toot as much as you want to toot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, kind, I'm kind of perfect. I, I'm On that job. note, I'm going to say goodbye. This podcast is over. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. My service is going bad over here. <laughs> no, I as different as a dad, it's hmm, cool. It's fine. I mean, nobody's perfect, so I'm trying. I would think of something, but I can't see. I can't see anything really that. Uh, nah, nothing. Cool, cool, cool. That's fine. That's fine. So nothing. I'm going to strive to be as perfect as a dad as you are. <laughs> <laughs> see, you, you can't tell me. No, it's fine. You can't find nothing. You can't think of nothing. Uh, you gonna you gonna make fun of me? I'm not making fun of you. I just never had anybody in the podcast that look. Man, look, I'm a perfect dad. I can't think of anything because that's how perfect I am. <laughs> There's no more questions to ask. Bucket is no, over. I can just end I wanna, it right here. Uh, fact, if you want to wrap it up right now, it's up to you. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening to John Dad's podcast. <laughs> no, you know what? I I I, don't, I really don't. Like I said, I, I'm not perfect, and I, I feel like um I I don't know. I, I feel like he's going he's he's going through certain things right now, but I feel like me as a dad, 
as a father, you can't control it as much as possible. You know what I'm saying? I, I, like the, the stuff is going through with me and the mother being separated. I wish I could do anything different with that, but I, I can't. You know, I, if I was to do something different before it, that's what I said before, but as a, as a father doing something different with that, I, I'm doing the best. I feel like I'm doing the best I can. I feel like I have the best support, uh, uh, at least, that a person can have. And that's the only issue I see that that can really take a toll on him. Also, that's really going to affect him, you know? Okay, sure. That's what's up. It's, 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 what's up. it's okay. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to my wife and see if I can be a little bit more twice perfect. We all right? And then I'm, I'm going to strive to be <laughs> like Jonathan. That's what it is. You know? You're going oh to be the example oh, of, of a dad. I'm going to have to reevaluate my whole structure of being a dad to be like Jonathan. So <laughs> on that note, on that note, um, before we end, I wanted to act, um, ask you, what kind of message do you want to leave with the dads, the fathers out there? Just be, just be there. Don't be there physically. Only be there physically, mentally. Just know that, make your child know that he has you if anything goes wrong. Whether you're able to help him or not, just a phone call. You know, if, if he was able to just, he or she was able to just call you to tell you that they're going through something, that's just being there. That's, that's perfect. That's, that's good enough. You know, don't just be there physically and, 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 be around because it's court ordered or 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 uh because you have to just be a, a father that's all that's all you need to do it don't have to be anything with financial wise it don't have to be anything with uh just just be there that's all i can say all right you know? all right look man first and foremost i did get i just want to thank you for this time that you spend so telling me your story, telling me your journey that you've gone through and that you survived, that you are here, man. I wanted to thank you for the moment that we have, this conversation that we've had. This, I mean, I don't think I've laughed so much in a podcast so far on an episode. And I enjoy it. And the thing, this is a, this is a snippet <laughs> of how we are in person. So this is also shows our characteristics whenever we get together. This is how we are. This is how, this is pretty much a snippet of how, how everything is. And again, I just want to thank you, man, for for being such an amazing person. So just for being such a, a loving person, a, a great cousin, for being an example to me, man, for being an example to all this out there that you're doing a good job. You're doing a phenomenal job. You're doing a great job as a dad and as a future husband to your wife. I'm telling you, man, you're doing a good job. All the stuff that you're doing right now, there are people that's taking notes. Whether, whether you know it or not, there are a lot of people that's taking notes of how you are as a husband as a fiance, as a dad, a lot of people are taking notes. I'm for one. I'm cheering for you. I'm cheering for your happiness because I want all of us to be happy. It's not only for me, all of us to be happy because we went through this hardship in our lives that we could not understand why it was going, we were going through it. Even as an adult, we still have questions. You have questions for your dad. Why? Why were you here? Why couldn't you do this? Why you let my mom go through this without letting me know? Why? Why? Why, dad? Like, why couldn't you do these things when I was there? Now, here I am as an adult, and I'm getting the love that I should get from you, from somebody else. And it's profound, but I, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm so happy that yeah. you were able to find someone that was able to show you that there is love out there and you can receive it and you deserve yeah. that love. 
And that's one thing that, that we tend to do, that we don't think that we deserve the love from someone, the compassion from someone, the love that others give us. We don't feel like we, we deserve it because we didn't receive it. So we, it feels not only foreign, but we feel like we didn't deserve it. But I can say that you do deserve it. You, the love you show your son, the love that you show us whenever we meet, the energy that you, you bring whenever you're around. I love the man that you become and you will continue growing to become. And I love who you are. I just want to, again, thank you for coming to this podcast and being vulnerable, man, for being open, for sharing your stories. Cousins, brothers, man, we are, I, look, I'm going to tell you right now, I love you. Real talk. I love you and I love you what you're doing. I continue to do what you're doing, man. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. You're just like G. you just like G. No, listen. Yeah, hey, listen. I, like, hey, listen. You I, I love you there too. You go. Let's take the first steps, man. I love you and I <laughs> now it's up to you to take that and then ride as far as you want to go with that. So again, man, thanks, thanks, thanks again. Thank you again for for no, thank, thank you, thank you for the phone call, man. Thank, thank you for the phone call. Thank you for talking to me. Thank you for letting me get this off my chest. Uh, you always, always had good ideas and and, and thoughts and stuff, and I'm glad to see you putting one of them to uh, actual use and making this podcast. I think this podcast is a great idea. Uh, and I wish you many, 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 many Thank you. I'm stuff. trying. Again, guys, again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank awesome. you. John, thank, thank you for your time. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for the conversation. I enjoyed it. And guys, again, I'm not going to keep you uh, any longer because this was a great conversation. I can, ha I can have another hour or two of this, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I'm not going go to keep you guys any longer. Um, uh, to the next episode I have another one coming up soon it's going to be a great season and stay tuned guys Stay. so I will catch you in a few bye and if I find a way to get it when I do it I can live it and forget it cause I hate how much I love you or I hate how you just put me in my feelings I just wish you understood the gravity but you got no sinners I guess it's better just to live it and forget it than to live it and remember I've been wasting my time I don't know why I can't get you out my mind Yeah, now I'm so lost, where do I go? I was in a chase called a flat on road It's a rat. <laughs> All right, baby, it's later. <laughs> Oh, I was gonna say that. <laughs> I was still recording. <laughs> Thanks again, right, bro. Okay, let's take another brief commercial break. We'll be right back. For more Dear Dad podcasts, visit Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Make sure you check Dear Dad Podcasts on your favorite Instagram social media platform at Dear Dad Podcasts. Catch you later. Get your dad.